Trendy is presented for the people by Caesar Sportsbook, the greatest sports betting app of all time. Download it, must be 21 years or older. Welcome back to Trendy, where we are starting our fourth week, officially cashing the over on time we would last without cancellation. On this show, of course, we spend a week going head-to-head with our friends as we explore the best ways to wager for casual cappers. Last week, I suffered my first defeat, losing to Martin Weiss, 17.1 to 11, so congrats to Martin to be the first to wear the crown, but I would bet against his reign lasting long, because I am now joined by the one and only Katie Mox. How are you doing today, Katie? Thank you. Uh, I'm doing great. I'm so thrilled to be here. I would love to, um, you know, take the crown away from Martin Weiss. I love him, though. He's come on uh, my show, Moxie Betts, a few times. Great guy, very skilled handicapper, but, uh, you know, looking to dethrone him. I have no doubt that you will, because I have been particularly terrible. And if that's the bar you have to clear, I'm sure you're going to sail past it. But I will say, I listened to your show on Friday. It seems you had like a bit of an up and down weekend with a lovely start to it with the 49ers taking yes. care of business on Thursday night. That's the game that ultimately sunk me in last week's contest. But then oh. you got seduced, Katie. You got seduced mm. by multiple unders on low mm. totals with the Pats Jets and the yeah. Justin Field passing yards going over oh. on both. Well, they fell woefully short on Sunday. So yes. I I, uh, I loved what your guest said, Katie. If you don't think it'll be fun, take the under. And I wanted to hear yeah. all my people hear that as well, because it's great advice. Yes. Yes, it is great advice. And, you know, with Justin Fields, too, it's like I, you know, I, yeah, I said it on the Thursday show and then a couple of days go by. And that's one where you're like. I don't know. I don't know if that's the right play, because maybe this is when they unleash him, you know, with his legs now. There was no unleashing of him at all uh, in yesterday's game. I mean, he just had a really, really tough time. But I believe he ended with like 99 passing yards. And yeah. it was a, the line was 117. So it got closer than I thought he was going to by the look of the first half of that game when I believe he only had 29 passing yards. Um, but yes, but yes, there, there were definitely some some up and downs um, last week. But yeah, uh, you know, bang, bang, Niner gang. 49ers uh, with a big win there. <laughs> Well, there you go. Did you have any other big takeaways from the action on the weekend? On the weekend? Well, one, and I don't, maybe I didn't give this out on Moxie Bets, but I'm also on the Pick 6 podcast um, with CBS Sports and the Cardinals. I didn't know. I didn't take Cardinals money line. I wasn't that, I wasn't that frisky, but I love this Cardinals team. I mean, they're way friskier than anybody gave them credit to. And anytime the Cowboys win or excuse me, lose, it's a great day for America. Um, So that to me, not only did the Cardinals cover the 12 and a half, which is what I had them at, they won outright. And I just think they completely exposed Dallas's offense. And then, you know, Dallas's defense too. They won a lot of games based on turnovers. So you knew that that was going to regress and um what james connor ran 98 yards on them what do they think christian mccaffrey is gonna do so <laughs> i feel like dallas was exposed that's always fun and then you look at this miami dolphins team yeah. i don't know if the dolphins are that good or if the broncos are that bad and quite frankly both things can be true um and it's it's hilariously bad that Sean Payton came out and said that, you know, Nathaniel Hackett was one of the worst coaching jobs he's ever had. And you know that, or ever seen, you know, the Hackett's like, well, nobody dropped 70 on me. 
Yeah, 70. Holy heck, 700 yards as well. I mean, the fantasy points and the gambling props and all that were just bringing off the board yesterday. It was pretty incredible to watch. One of yeah. my only uh, real takeaways, Katie, from the beginning goes back to that Cardinals game that you were just mm-hmm. talking about. And you were all over it on MoxieBet on Thursday. I heard you give it out. Um, I had it as well in our picks graphic. And it's just because I think you have to be aware of the tanking narrative too early in the yeah. season. Like we spend so much of our offseason talking about, you know, which team's going to lose the most games or which which team's going to be in for a you know, wet hot quarterback each year. And these are still like proud professionals who aren't going to try to lose in September yeah. of every season. So like yeah. you have the Cardinals, you have the Rams, you have other teams that were dismissed from, you know, the, the last whistle last season, all the way up to the first whistle this season. And when they get these giant spreads, like, I just think it's a great opportunity for them to yes. at least cover. And now yes. they're winning outright. Oh, I love it. Uh, I mean, I missed Stephen A. Smith this morning. I usually like to tune into first take to see him laugh at the Cowboys. I feel like it's a great American pastime. Uh, and I missed it this morning. So I'll have to catch the social clips later. We're uh, well, so you already know you're a 49ers fan. You've already raised yes. the mug and, and showed it to everybody. Uh, it's important to admit your biases, though. Like everybody here knows that I'm in the bag for DC sports teams and Chelsea mm. and my other favorites. But are there players or teams that our listeners should be uh, beware of if you are making selections on them because you just can't look past your rose colored glasses? I don't have rose colored glasses, actually. I am a realist when it comes to my team. Now, I don't bet against the 49ers. I won't do that. I will fade, you know, receiving yards or, you know, in certain spots like that. But I won't, if I think the 49ers are going to lose outright or I think they're going to lose against the spread, I'm just not taking the bet. I'm not betting on the other side of it because there's Mm -hmm. no hedging happiness there. But I'm very realistic with my team and I only will bet things that I have an edge for. And it's so interesting. People are like, I'm not going to listen to you because you're a 49ers fan. My 49ers bets hit more than anything else because I know this team. I'm following all the beat reporters. You know what I mean? I'm reading everything there is to know. So it's like, I actually don't, there are some people that just have the rose colored glasses and just throw money at their team all the time. I'm not one of those. I don't bet against them, but I'm actually sharper when it comes to the 49ers. So actually follow my Niners bets. I'm not going to give you BS bets. Uh, Unfortunately, I don't have any of those to give you yet, but maybe later in the series, I will. (laughs) All right. Well, you're obviously a sharp. So why don't you tell people a little bit about your gambling philosophy? What is your favorite way to play and to wager each and every week? I mean, my philosophy is kind of like the game that we're going to play. I do all of it. You know, I've got my my I could wear my analytics hat, you know, and look at all the trends and the matchups and how does this defense do against tight ends and all of that kind of stuff. And then I can get just a little degen with it where I'm like, I just I like to fade Matt Stafford. I always like to take him for an interception. You know what I mean? So that's just something I'm just going to throw out there because it, it gives me joy to bet against Matt Stafford. Right. Maybe that's something you don't want to tail me on all the time, although it hits more than it doesn't. Um, and then, you know, so it's kind of like across the across the board. Like I have some bets today that we'll talk about where it's based on conversations that I've seen, you know, Joe Burrow and the owner of the Cincinnati Mm -hmm. Bengals. What did that look like? Um, So it's kind of across the board, but I like to do a lot of research um, on things. I like to look at the matchups. I like to, you know, look at the conversations that I've been having. If you really want to make smart bets, follow beat reporters. You know, those are the guys that really have the pulse and the women as well on what's going on with the team and the injuries and those kind of things. So it's it's a, a plethora of things. Sometimes it's purely degenerate, and sometimes I feel, you know, as sharp as a knife. All right. 
Well, what I have found, Katie, is that when you are struggling, you got to go back to keeping it simple. You know how hard it is to go 11 to 2 against the spread and lose money, but I made it look easy this past weekend. So <laughs> I I have decided to make do the audience a huge favor, and I'm going to make it far easier to fade me than I did on the show last week. I'm not playing those exotics, not playing the parlays, uh, none of that stuff. So more simple bets just okay. for no other reason to make it super easy for everybody to fade me. So yeah. right after this, we will be back with Katie. We will play our game and I will give you four picks that are easy to go against. You are welcome, America. You know, when the conversation turns stampers, I always go with my number one as Caesars. Let's talk about them a little bit, shall we? Tickets to the game, merch, meals at iconic restaurants, stays at Caesars Palace. All this can be yours when you bet with Caesars Sportsbook. Win or lose, every bet earns rewards credits, which you can redeem across the empire. Now, if you haven't started yet, register using this code. Listen up. Omaha full. The word Omaha and the word full. And then you place your first bet up to $1,250. If you win, great. If you keep those winnings, but if you lose, you'll get your stake back as a bonus bet. 21 and over only. Offer valid and must be physically present in Arizona, Colorado, Illinois, Indiana, Iowa, Kansas, Louisiana, Massachusetts, Maryland, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, and Wyoming. New users and first $10 plus wager only. Must register with eligible promo code. Bet amount of qualifying wager. Returned only if wager is settled as a loss. Maximum bonus bet, $1,250. Bonus bet expires 14 days after receipt. Tier credits and reward credits will be added to account within seven days after qualifying wager settles. See caesars.com slash promos for full terms. Void where prohibited. Know when to stop before you start gambling problem. Arizona, call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. Colorado, Wyoming, Kansas, affiliated with Kansas Crossing Casino, call 1-800-522-4700. Indiana, call 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Iowa, call 1-800-BETS-OFF. Louisiana, call 1-877-770-STOP. Licensed through Horseshoe, Bossier City, and Harris, New Orleans. Massachusetts, call 1-800-327-5050 or visit GamblingHelplineMA.org. Michigan, call 1-800-270-7117. Illinois, Maryland, New Jersey, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Ohio, Pennsylvania, affiliated with Harris, Philadelphia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, crisis counseling and referral services can be accessed by calling 1-800-GAMBLER or West Virginia, 1-800-GAMBLER.net, New York. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the Launch Your Online Shop stage, to the First Real Life Store stage, all the way to the Did We Just Hit a Million Orders stage, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash network.
Okay, we are back and we are ready to play Heart, Head, Heater, Crit, where we explore the best ways and trends for casual gamers to head up to that window with confidence and cash their bets this week. And I am going to lead us off, Katie. I'm going to start with my heart pick. Mm. And that is A.J. Brown, 75 plus receiving yards at plus 107. Uh Now, Katie, to me, there are several reasons to like this bet. First and foremost, A.J. Brown is a stud who, in my mind, is over 50-50 to hit the number in any game. So you already start with a little bit of positive EV. But of course, this isn't any game. This is the one he's we're playing right after he throws a hissy fit on the sidelines and was probably rewarded with Hertz going out of his way to find him the rest of the night. Certain squeaky wheels like Brown, you can't grease just once. And I think Hertz will look to put this story behind the Eagles by providing a plethora of targets to Brown before it threatens to derail what looks like a promising season. And if he does that to avoid another dust up, the Bucks have been getting dusted by primary wide receivers. 150 to Justin Jefferson, 104 to DJ Moore in uh, last week. And that's what Justin Fields throwing to him, who's the only quarterback less accurate in the entire league than my handicapping. So I certainly <laughs> trust Hurts more than Justin Fields. And the only way I see him losing this is if Devonta Smith gets all the you know targets yet again, in which case your torn ticket would be worth the price of admission to the A.J. Brown show. I will put it somewhere between Terrell Owens doing sit-ups in the driveway and Antonio Brown the way he left the field. But either way, Brown shirt is coming off i think that Hurts is going to reward him here i like the plus 107 what do you think katie um i actually love this bet from you i mean i like him over what his regular line is which i believe is like 60 um and a half and so you know for you to do this alt line and and get some better value on it i'm not actually mad at this. I do think that he is going to be, you know, the true wide receiver one tonight. I still think that he's the big dog and I think he's going to get fed. I mean, based on the reasons that you just said too, he was visibly upset on the sideline Thursday night football, having a conversation with Jalen Hurts. He had that touchdown that was called back. I believe he only had like 29 yards. Um, and he, he's just due. He's just yep. due. So I love this. I have a, a bet on him a little bit later, uh, which we'll get into, but I, I, I actually would, now, if I ride with you on this, does it does it overtake one of my bets, or I could just be like, I like that. No, you could uh, tail or fail any one of my four bets, and if you tail, tail. it, you get credit for it. If you fail it, then you go against me. All right, tail yeah. right out the gate. Love yeah. it, Katie. I love it. We got good vibes going. Come on, what do you got <laughs> for the people for the heart pick? Yeah, uh, heart pick. I'm going Rams money line, and this is purely based on the fact that I don't think Joe Burrow is playing tonight. I alluded it to you know a couple minutes ago before the break. That golf cart ride that we all watched, right? Joe Burrow gets picked up in the golf cart. He cruises around for a circle uh, with the owner of the Cincinnati Bengals, and he does not look happy. He gets mm-hmm. out. He doesn't even shake his hand. He looks visibly distressed. I think what was said to him is, we are not going to play you until you are healthy because you are too important to this franchise. You're going to put him up against Aaron Donald tonight? I don't think so. Not if he's not 100%. So I like this, again, based on, my heart is just telling me that Joe Burrow is not playing tonight. I think that the Cincinnati Bengals are getting kind of cute, keeping us all guessing, but he's not going to be playing tonight. And Matt Stafford, this pains me to say, because I don't like Matt Stafford. He has been absolutely dealing, right? And the rookies on the Rams have looked awesome. Puka Nakua is him. He leads the league in receptions at 20 Five. I mean, the kid is just amazing. So give me the Rams money line, which at 1230 on Monday, it's plus 135 on Caesars. 
That is true because it is an official with Burrow out. So as soon as it gets released, if you like that money line pick, head straight to your app or straight to Caesars or wherever you're going to bet right away because that number is going to adjust if he gets officially ruled out. And I love, Katie, that both of us are laying our hard-earned money down based on the emotion and the howdiness of multimillionaires uh, right <laughs> off of the top. This is great. All right, so now let's get away from the poundiness, dive into yeah. the numbers a little bit with the head section. Uh, and for that... I, I really, really dug deep for this one, Katie. I'm not going to lie. It is G-Man Choi under 0.5 hits at plus 127 in tonight's Padres at Giants game. Oh. Now, Katie, do you have any idea what G-Man Choi is hitting since he joined the Padres at a deadline day trade? No, zero. Okay, there you go. I'm so happy that it took you a second to guess it, which means you aren't a sicko like me hunting bets for the worst hitters in the league and because you got it right eventually. This one is easy to remember. It's zero. He's hitting zero. He is a zero for 20 since the trade, and it's not like he was tearing it up before that. He was hitting 161 on the season and spends every single at-bat hunting for walks the way I hunt for croutons and bacon in a salad. He's going against Logan Webb tonight, who is fourth in the NL and both ER and whip and even worse he's got one of the quickest hooks in the entire league getting pinch hit as um for immediately anytime a lefty enters the game so he's looking at only two at bats maybe three at bats against a Cy Young contender while looking for walks and that help you win the bet because those are not hits and he has not got a single hit in two months and then he's out of the game he's out of the game because he's going to get pinch hit for and it's plus money katie it's plus yeah. money this Why? is my this is my latest bit of evidence that this is all a simulation. Yeah. This is a simulation. There's no way this is real. If this hits, the rest of America is watching a killer Monday night football doubleheader. I'm watching a journeyman try to get a knock in a meaningless game between two eliminated teams. So my only request, my only request, Katie, is if this is a simulation, can we make mine a touch better? I mean, Travis Kelsey is the world's biggest superstar in the, in, uh, at his game, banging on the glass, and I'm watching this mess. Come on, robots, hook me up. This is horrible. Yeah, I, I mean... Sure. I don't know that much about baseball. I don't watch baseball as much, but everything that you just said, I'm wondering why it's plus money because this seems like it, it should be like minus 425 or something at this point. So I, I love that from you. I will say I was slightly distracted while you were talking because I got an update on my computer from uh, Sports Illustrated that says Bengals quarterback who is nursing a right calf injury is feeling better and will try to start tonight. Um, so do do with that what you will. But I'm still riding on this money line because I do think that the Rams are better than what we've seen from the Bengals so far this season. Uh, but moving on to the I, next. I think, Katie, but before you move on and give your pick, it'll be fascinating to see what happens to the line, right? Like we just yeah. gave it out at, at 1230 and it's a yeah. minus two game and a plus 110 with this announcement. And you still like it. Will yeah. it move up to plus 130, plus 140 because they'll adjust the line back up with Burrow starting. So I think you might end up getting more action for your money here all right i like it too um all right so looking at the other monday night football game and this is this is when you know i'm a real sicko when i put money on baker mayfield i'm taking him <laughs> over 21 and a half pass completions versus the eagles tonight at minus 127 so the bucks have been opting to run the ball more but they're not going to be successful there against this eagles run defense who have been pretty sick right pretty pretty nasty pretty tough uh their passing defense however has been actually their weak spot, which is kind of surprising coming into the season. They are going through a lot of injuries in their secondary right now. Maybe they're getting some of those pieces back tonight. But, I mean, they're averaging, they're, the opposing quarterbacks are averaging 106.7 QB rating. That's a high QB rating. 326 yeah. passing yards per game. And a 7-1 to one touchdown to interception 
ratio. You look at people like Mac Jones, not a big, uh, you know, offensive firepower. And you got Kirk Cousins, who maybe is, although he learns how to lose games. He can outcharge the Chargers <laughs> at this point. But Mac Jones and Kirk Cousins both had over 30 completions against this past defense for the Eagles. Mayfield has had 34 attempts um, in both of his first two games this season. He completed 21 and 26. So right at this um, level. And the Bucks are five-point dogs. So they're likely yeah. going to be playing from behind here, which means that Mayfield is going to be slanging it, airing it out. So I like him to, I don't think they're necessarily going to win this game. I would love it if they did, but I do think it gets over 21 and a half pass completions. I think that's the best way to bet on the box. Cause I think they will be chasing and he still has Evans and Godwin and other weapons to throw to. So if you want some bucks action in that game, I would not play them to win. I would not play their money line. I wouldn't even play them to cover, but I would play their passing game. And I think that's a great way to do it. Katie. I'm impressed with that one. Not that's going good. to tail it though, just because I love your next one so much. Um, <laughs> all right. This is a little tease for everybody. Now I'm going to make you pay off that tease by listening to my heater, which is the Orioles run line. As you can tell from my last pick, I love betting on the end of baseball season, which is even more garbage timey than the second half of Dolphins games. So I hear I just simply look for the best team with the most to gain playing against teams that just want to hit the beach, just like any other sport. Even if you don't follow baseball, like at the end of the season, there's a wild discrepancy and motivation between certain clubs and you still get to gamble on it either way. Uh, so the Orioles are a few wins away from clinching the one seed in the AL with the alternative of being falling all the way back to the playing round with the Rays right on their tail. And they're at home against a more bound Nats team who needs to lose to keep a top five pick and a Red Sox team that is cleaning house to wipe the sense away from another wasted season, only only gaining joy by the Yankees joining them in their suckitude. So <laughs> I might end up staying away by Sunday, but happy to get them Tuesday and Wednesday versus the Nats and Friday night, no matter what the number might be playing them all week on the run line. All right. Again, not the biggest baseball girl, but uh, it feels like, you know what you're doing when it comes to the MLB. Um, at least it sounds like we'll see how, how they, how they work out a little bit later. My heater. And you know, you already said that you like this one. Puka tail, Nakua. It. tail it, tail it. I'm calling it right now. This is a great one. All right. Puka Nakua alternate receiving yards. A hundred plus is at plus two eighty with our friends at Caesar Sportsbook. He has gone over 100 receiving yards in both games, 147 yes. versus the Niners, which last time I checked, that is a damn good defense, 119 versus the Seahawks. Now, the Bengals' defense has only allowed a receiver to get more than 63 yards uh, or has not allowed anyone to get more than 63 yards, but they haven't gone up against a prolific passer like Matt Stafford is. Everyone knows that their weak spot is stopping the run. The Bengals have allowed 192 rush yards per game. But again, this is Matt Stafford. He doesn't want to run the ball. He wants to throw the ball. The Rams are averaging just 90 rush yards per game. So that go ahead and tells you what Matt Stafford likes to do and what McVay does with his weapons. Stafford clearly trusts Nakua and at plus 280 for him just to do what he's been doing. I like it. It's insane. And he only needs to average like five yards of cash. I mean, as often as they're throwing to the guy, the guy's got 35 targets. It's nuts how often he's seeing the ball. 35 targets, 25 receptions, over 100 receiving yards. And each. like, what are we doing here? And I, what, I, I do what think, are here? what are we doing here? What are we doing here? And they set his line at like 65 or something really low. So let's go over. 
I think this is like one of those last chances you get to get it right. Like there's they eventually like people have to believe it. And it doesn't even come down to like where he was drafted or anything like that. It comes down to his role in the offense and any player in the league who's going to see 35 targets is going to roll past 60 yards is probably going to roll past hundred yards. And the Burrow news that you just shared actually helps, right? Cause the closer yeah. the game is the more it encourages Stafford and the Rams to continue to air it out rather than just trying yeah. to kill clock. So yeah. if Burrow's going to play and this is going to remain, you know, a three point game, or so uh, rather than a potential blowout with a backup quarterback in there. Of course, he's going to see a ton of the offense and they don't have a shutdown corner to take him out. And even if they did, the routes he run don't like um, lend themselves to being completely taken out of the game. He's just getting these short, you know, quick looks from Stafford that he's not going to be completely erased by like a sauce gardener, even if the Bengals had one. So I love this one. I tailed it the moment you sent it to me. I love it. Uh, <laughs> plus 280 is, is crazy value. It's You know, I know I was going to tail it because it was the only one I went and double checked your line because I assumed it was wrong. <laughs> I assumed you were cheating me. You were trying to get an edge. And now, and I will say producer Brett just chimed in that the Rams pass run split is 60, 40, despite beating the Seahawks 30 to 13 in week one. So let's go. Let's go. All right. And let's go now. Cred pick money ball. The one you get two units for Katie. And I have not hit this one in a while, which may, may, means I am in trouble against you because I like yours in this category as well. <laughs> but I am going Jalen Hurts anytime TD, which is still somehow a plus number at plus 115. And this is just ridiculous, Katie. Yeah. The push play is the modern day flying V and it should be outlawed. Yeah. I'm yeah. guessing most of our fans aren't familiar with the flying V. And why should they be unless they were born in the 1800s? Oh, it was or play- the 1980s. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> if you're a nerd like us reading about a bunch of old plays, but like this was the flying V was so effective, yet it's so dangerous that the United States president, the president of the United States had to get involved to stop it, Katie. It's not like we're talking about someone recent like okay, Reagan. Wait, first of all, I'm going to stop you right there because when you say the flying V, my mind goes to the mighty ducks. What are you talking about? Oh, see, now you're proving my point. Now a millennial shows her. her yeah. Uh, yeah. Her true colors. I was like, everybody knows what the flying V is. No, 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 not what I don't even remember the Mighty Ducks thing. Uh, Fly Alone. I don't know. I don't remember it. Great movie. Great movie. Great Great series of movies. Um, The Flying V was a play in the late 1800s, early 1900s, which basically they lined up in a giant wedge, snapped it to the quarterback, and then they all ran full speed at the middle of the line, trying to create a a hole for the ball carrier. And it just destroyed people. But people died. I mean, I'm not saying the push play is like going to kill people, but there was actual running tally of deaths that came from this play. And Teddy Roosevelt, of all people in the world, Teddy Roosevelt stepped in to outlaw this play and it's just because it was completely unstoppable and people got hurt and that's what eventually what we're going to see with this push play right like if everybody knows it's coming and you just have 11 on 11 of giant men smashing into each other and shoving and things like that more so than we already have in a normal game of football it eventually has to be outlawed this isn't me like clutching my pearls or anything like that there's a competitive advantage to it that's unfair and it's dangerous but as long as they're going to keep allowing it as long as they're going to allow for this to keep going it I'm getting plus money on an incredibly effective unstoppable play for their goal line back for a guy who's done in nine of the last 12 games, including two last week. So until they outlaw it or adjust this line down to minus, I'm taking it every single game. And when I think the Eagles are going to get three to four TDs, why wouldn't this be one of them at plus 115? 
I mean, I agree with everything that you're saying, but I will say I took Jalen Hurts for an anytime touchdown in week one and he did not get one. Now, of course, he made up for it in week two. I believe he had two because of the the push um, that you said. But yeah, no, I, I, I love this play. I'm going to take um, A.J. Brown for an anytime touchdown. It kind of aligns with everything we've already said on this show. It's at plus 135 visibly upset on the sideline, you know, having the conversation with Hertz. He had a touchdown last week, but it was called back, I believe on some kind of a holding call. So I think he's the big dog. I think he gets fed tonight. I could see him breaking out for one big run and running it in for a touchdown, especially with Devonte Smith kind of nursing that hamstring thigh injury. Now he is expected to play tonight, but Again, I think that A.J. Brown is going to be the guy and the Bucks allowed the third most red zone passing touchdowns. 22 last season uh, hasn't exactly gotten that much better this season. So give me A.J. Brown plus 135 for my double down dog. Yeah, look, if I'm going to take him on over 75 receiving yards and I think he's going to get fed. And like the only yeah. reason I'm actually worried about my Hurts pick is they might not go with it for once on the one yard line and throw it to Brown so he gets to eat and gets mm-hmm. over his little hissy fit. I so. think they both I, I think that Hurts and Brown get a touchdown. I think we're safe. I, I love it. I might even smash those together in my bid to continue giving Caesars all my money. Uh, <laughs> all right. So I think this was too much of a love fest, Katie. I'm going to try to pick something on Wednesday that you hate a lot more than what I gave out this week. Mm. Cause I've been on such a bad, uh, bad run. I want people to fade me. We both love each other's picks. So yeah. I think we got to come up with something more controversial for the next round. Okay. Uh, Time for us to take a quick break, and then we will be back with the Second Guest Express where we give out a guaranteed winner because we did not give it out earlier in the show. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. All right, we are back. And after I hog the mic at the top of each of our last four picks, I think it's time to clear out for Katie here, who's going to give out her second guess express for the one she researched, is confident of, but didn't ultimately put in her four picks. Well, it's what I bet every single time Matt Stafford um, is healthy, and that is a Matt Stafford interception. It's at minus 135 right now. I just I just don't like it as much as the other plays that I put in, but am I actually going to play this one in real life? Yes, because like I told you at the top of the show, this is one I take all the time against the 49ers. He had two interceptions. Sure, one of them wasn't his fault, but it's the Matt Stafford special. <laughs> if he is quarterback, he's throwing a pick. He's always going to be airing it out. And, uh, you know, he just makes mistakes. So give me Matt Stafford um, as my second guess express at minus 135. 
I'm I'm super curious, Katie. I just have to ask, what is the origin story of the Matt Stafford hate? Is it is it you just watched his entire career? You know he's careless well, with the ball and a bit no, overrated. I'm, just, or I'm a I'm a 49ers fan, um, mm-hmm. and obviously the Rams were you know the, the Seahawks and the Rams Rams more recently have been the biggest um, competition, and there was just always so, the world has such a love fest for Matt Stafford, uh, and he just gets rocked by the 49ers defense all the time, and he's thrown interceptions. And if you if you look at it, if you took Matt Stafford to throw interception last year maybe it wasn't as profitable as let's say Dak Prescott but you're winning money more than yeah. you're not and their books are finally starting to catch up this is at minus 135 but you could have found this at like you know at plus money or minus 110 115 um and so to me it was just it's just a cash cow yeah okay I love it I actually I think it's more fun to bet against a guy than on a guy especially like a guy that you love or who's on your fantasy team yeah. or whatever like you already have enough emotional cachet tied up into it so it's so much more fun to bet unders on guys you don't like so I have yeah. my list I'm glad to hear yours we know Maddie Stafford is on it and you gave him out right here well just like quarterback interceptions are fun props too right because like oh, yeah. I gotcha you know <laughs> oh yeah I got Deshaun Watson last week I gave out on the oh. show and he threw it six or three seconds into the game which love was that as satisfied as it possibly gets Yep. Um, all right. I'm going with a little bit more random one here, Katie. I, I dug deep for another one here. Drew Sample under 9.5 longest reception is minus 127. Okay. And I had I had to remind myself who this dude was. And it took me a little while that I remembered he was a extremely mocked pick from the 2019 draft when he went in the mm. second round, despite a fairly modest college career and has barely been heard from since. They threw his way a decent amount in 2020 trying to justify his price tag, but he's faded into complete obscurity since then, uh-huh. largely special teams. Uh, a lot of the Bengals were surprised they even brought him back for a fifth year. And he's supposed to get more run tonight because Herb Smith Jr. is is injured. But even when mm-hmm. he does play, he's not exactly a deep threat. And the belt, the Bengals game plan suddenly runs through the tight end position. So even if Burroughs does go tonight, uh, I don't like it because he's going to look past him to no. chase. And if he no. doesn't go yeah. and it's chucked down central, it still doesn't mean he's going to get a, a reception over 9.5 yards. So either way, it seems like a high number for a guy who definitely has a large enough sample size at this point to be a bust. So I look forward to him breaking off a 50-yard TD that runs that leads Sports Center just as the world continues to fade me. <laughs> Sounds good. <laughs> All right, Katie. Well, thank you so much for joining us today. we got two more shows this week, but if people want more of Katie Mox, and of course they should, where should they listen to? Yes. Uh, well, uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Katie Mox, on Instagram at Katie Mox Bets. Uh, I am on CBS Sports HQ Mondays and Thursdays about 7 p.m. to kickoff. Um, uh, Eastern time, uh, you can watch there. I'm on Sundays. I'm on Tops, uh, that other pregame show, which is CBS Sports Network's um, pregame show in the morning from 8 a.m. to 12 p.m. Eastern. I've got Moxie Bets on Mondays and Thursdays on ESPN's YouTube channel. And then I'm also on the Pick 6 podcast Mondays and Thursdays on CBS Sports um, YouTube channel. So you can find me if you want to. Oh, my gosh. Despite <laughs> all that, you still took time out of your busy schedule to come here and of beat course. me. It's almost me. It's almost me. Like if you weren't busy, I'd be like, oh, okay. She just didn't have anything to do to come here and, and embarrass me in front of everybody. But you are busy and you still showed up. That's something. No, I'm uh, so happy. And everyone at the Extra Points Podcast uh, Network has helped me a lot. You, y'all supply guests uh, for Moxie Bet. So happy to jump in at any time. And who knows? You could smoke me tonight on your pick. So we'll have to see on Wednesday. 
We will have to see on Wednesday. And in the meantime, please uh, listen to the other shows on the Extra Points Podcast Network. If you still have any time left in your schedule after ch- checking all of Katie's stuff, <laughs> we have Waiver Wire coming out on their own feed and Lemon Pepper Parlay both on their feed. That'll be Tuesday and Wednesday. You got Dave with minus three today, which will be excellent. Later in the week, we'll have the 15-minute pregame show. I'll be back later in the week with Covering Glory, but we could talk about that on Wednesday. And of course, we also have the Extra Points show with Sarah and Dave. So plenty of attention for your ear balls help you get through that work day and win or lose some bets uh either way we're just here to have a good time so katie thanks again for joining us and for Thank the folks you. at home hope you really love the double header tonight and get lots of action in may they all cash and we'll see you on wednesday